0: It's 9.32 p.m. Same day, Sunday, November 27th. And we're going to get into um, picking up where we left off. We're going to get into the story of the sister. So I found out what the sister's name is, the one that um, Nefertiti left behind in her place to run Middle Kingdom, Egypt. Her name was Nefer Nefer Aten so, she was named after her mother. Um, pretty much, like, that's pretty much her mom's name, along with her dad's name as well. as like, a part of her mom's name, a part of her dad's name. It's way too long to be seeing that on the whole episode, so I'm just going to call her Teshret. Um But that was the name of the sister that I was mentioning, and I was like, I don't know what her husband's name is. His name is Sminkar, okay? And he's actually from somewhere else. And it kind of says that in the little um, depiction or when you look up them. But the thing is, they say it's, his, it's her cousin. But like I said, they don't know shit. So it's not her cousin. It's literally her husband. And his name is Sminkar. He's from some other kingdom. I don't know. It was like, it just said unknown kingdom. So we don't really know where the fuck he's from. <laughs> um, but he's just not from Egypt originally. And they came over to um, Where Nefertiti was to run things, okay? So, I think when we left off last with them, their first assignment was to basically, like, um, get rid of the op, pretty much, that they seen. The op died, and then they had to, like, you know, bring all the women over to this to their kingdom to like help them with stuff they made lots of money it was a good call on their judgment they robbed a nigga with the tomb and shit like that made sure he couldn't uh, reincarnate or anything like that anymore so um let's pick up from there now let's see hold on i gotta open up my little water bottle but um hmm i see after they got everybody on the boat, they did really well. Um, the dude was, like, stuck. He was, like, since they robbed his tomb of everything, that's what spirit told her. That's what horse showed her what to do, how to make up her mind on that because of what he did to um, her sister mainly and things like that in tut. So it's like um, doing that, he would never be able to incarnate again. And Osiris will be forever ruling over his soul. And Dwight, he would never be able to, like, come back and reincarnate. That was the whole purpose of it. And I see Horace in particular told her, and Osiris in particular told her, his soul got devoured by Amut because he wasn't wealthy enough, spiritually or physically. So, that was just, like, it. So, boom, moving on from that. Also, when I was looking at the daughters, like, the first three of them, it was interesting, um the sense of beauty and fashion they had back in the day. Because even one of their mummies, when they found them, one of their mummies still had, like, the hair and stuff, like, kind of attached. Um, Like, they were well-preserved. So, it was, like, their hair and stuff was very different. So, with these girls, um, the seven that Nefertiti and um, Akhenaten had together, the first three of them, they had, like, their head shaved. Like, it was, like their head was shaved bald and then on one side it was like hmm it was like hair it was just like hair on one side I know y'all seen like some pictures or some things back like that in the day where it looked like they had like one ponytail on one side but like the whole head was shaved I don't even know if it would be in like modern day it's not even like you know how I wear my hair kind of like a chief and it's like shaved on both sides and then there's like hair it's not even like that. It's like literally like skin bald. It's not even like a low cut fade or nothing on one side or like a style or like a mohawk or nothing. It was literally like skin bald and then like they only had like a patch of hair. Um, as like, um, I don't know. It was long though. It was like they had long hair on one side basically. I don't know how else to explain it. And then, um, the twins, there was like a set of twins that they had and they were both like kind of bald. And they were made to look like Nefertiti. And her sister Mutt been when they were, like, um, with elongated skulls. So, they were, like, meant to stay completely bald. And then, like, I'm they had hair and shit like that. So, it's like, you know, they all look different. But they had their own, like, little forms of beauty. So, with her, I see she actually had hair. She wasn't one of the sisters that didn't have hair. She had hair. And um, that's kind of how you can, like, tell which which like statues and stuff belong to her um and things like that so her and her sister i think i said the one that passed before her that went crazy um moon she was one of the ones that had like um a little bit of hair so, she already was like, she was already going through a bunch of shit with her hair. So, it's like that one little, how do I explain this? Like, when I was like, she's looking crazy um, and shit like that. She only got a couple of strings of hair left. It's like, even though their hair was shaved bald, it was like by choice. So, it was like a style that they had. But it's like that patch of hair that they had on one side. Like, literally think about like cutting your hair down the middle. And like one side is skin ball, and the other side you got long, beautiful, luscious hair. They would be like braided up and do little stuff with it and shit like that. So that's already was a style. But like even that whole half of that head, it started to fall out. So it's like she was completely bald, like not by choice anymore. And then it's like in her last days, it was like um she could have had like patches within that half a head, and then, like, by the time she passed away, she just had, like, a couple strings left, so it was, like, yeah, that's kind of how, um, I'm guessing it looked, so, boom, um, she is showing me that, like, she took up the daughter and, like, taught her the way that she took up this guy's daughter, A, the Pharaoh A's daughter that they took from... took from him and his wives and shit like that because now she didn't have any mothers or fathers or anything like that so they took the daughter and they're raising her up the way that her and her sister was raised up on loving caring dancing things like that um she was really sad because like when they took her she was like maybe like four years old so she was old enough to see everybody be killed and like they're moving and she she already lost her dad so it's like um she was four years old. She was a little sad is what I see. Um, so she helped her, like, get through it, through her depression and stuff. She She's a baby, so she's not going to give her no fucking Blue Lotus like her mom would give older people. But um, she just, like, basically showed her love, showed her music, healing frequencies and shit like that as the music that they were playing back in the day. And, like, you know, painting and drawing and dancing and doing all the type of stuff that made her happy as a kid. So that kind of helped her. Um I see that what is this something happened on the way back or hmm the husband was having troubles her husband that she married Sminkar he was kinda of having troubles producing kids is this what's going on Yeah, he was having troubles producing kids for his own reason. I don't think it was, like, a curse from Rob because it's, like, um, wherever he's from, they weren't originally. Yeah, this is not something that was written by Thoth and Mayak. It's not a form of judgment or nothing like that, but they were scared. They was like, oh, my God, did we do something bad? Like, you know what I'm saying? But they did everything right. So, um, she had to, it was, like, a form of the gods wanting her to um, get into what her mom and her grandma and everybody would do. And that's like um, by way of like getting into herbs, teas, healing things, learning how to mix something together to help your husband with like fertility, um, infertility, mm-hmm. erectional what, what's called erectile dysfunction and things like that. So it's like um, she thought she was getting judged and then I see the judgment is in reverse. So it really wasn't that. It looked like he just kind of drunk too much wine. So he could have had like, <laughs> this is kind of funny but he could have had, like, drunk dick. Like, <laughs> Chill. The shit I be seeing on these fucking hard he had, like, drunk dick. So it wasn't even, like, he was dysfunction. He just drank too much. Because it's like he probably, in his country, he never probably had this type of wine or had this type of drink or whatever. So the only reason why he really couldn't get it up or they was having troubles giving babies, it wasn't because he was infertile. It wasn't nothing that the guys were trying to do. So she was a little sad. She was a little scared. She was like on edge. But I see it was literally because he like he just enjoyed wine way too much. So it was like a sign from Ra that he needed to like do better, drink more water, eat healthier, like focus on shit like that, keep his mind sharp. Like, you're not supposed to be no drunk-ass king, pretty much. Like, he was, he learned how to be a pharaoh and shit like that, and he was doing good so far. But it's like, bro, don't slip up and be no drunk. You feel me? Like, we ain't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. He had to, like, free his mind. They had to both, like, get more spiritual and, like, be healthy. Because it's like, yo, we're, we we got this opportunity. My mom is not here anymore. At this point in time, it's like either she's completely dead that I'm reading it, Yeah, I feel like she's, like, completely dead. So, it's, like, even before that, I think I said she had, like, Alzheimer's or dementia or something where she wasn't able to really remember or give advice. So, it's not like she can really um, say much. So, it's, like, there's not a, there's no judgment from the guys. It's just, like, nigga, stop drinking so much. Drink water, eat healthier, drink teas and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. So, I see that he started to get more into his studies. He was like, damn, I was fighting against myself and I didn't even realize it. So, he started to work out more because it's like he was kind of getting, like, comfortable. Like, you know how I said they were so set up, they didn't really have to go out there and do much. Like, when they went to go, you know, avenge the sister and tut, They physically went out there to go do this, but it's, like, when they got back, it's, like, now they're so set up comfortable. They just got merchants and everybody going and doing everything. They don't have to, like, hustle and bustle it like their um, previous ancestors and stuff did. So, it's, like, um, it was just, like, the fact that he didn't have to go to war. Because remember, I said he was a warrior, so he didn't really have to fight in war anymore. He didn't have to do a lot of things. He didn't have to really move. He was just, like, kind of sitting there rolling, making decisions and shit, but he was just, like, drinking way too much, being lazy. So I see once this erectile dysfunction, drunk dick area, like, (laughs) once that got figured out, he was like, oh, shit, like, let me get my shit back together. I'm sloughing. So he started to get into his studies a lot more. Um, He started to, like, work out. Um, The way of working out, I see, is, like, he would take, like, a heavy goat or, like, a pregnant goat or, like, something like that. And he would, like, put it on his back, walk along the Nile River, like, you know, drink lots of water, eat herbs, drink teas. So, he was, like, you know, taking the animals and, like, using them as, like, weights. Yeah. Facts. And that's how he, like, turned around his, like, fortune. Like, he was turning around, like, as was, like, his, you know, health is wealth. So, it's, like... Basically, I'm seeing like that's how he turned around. Like his health is being wealth because it's like you're so wealthy that you're just kind of falling to the wayside doing too much with all your privileges. Yeah, yeah, to get his mind back sharp and not be foolish. Like it was kind of like a wake up call. Like oh shit, I thought the gods, I thought your gods were punishing me, but it's not even that. It's like since I haven't been a warrior and I just been hey, getting shit handed to me, I'm like getting fat, lazy and shit like that. Got drunk, and shit. So, boom. Now that he was not passing judgment on himself, he didn't want to, like, uh, repeat any issues because he was, like, thinking about, like, what the mom told him and, like, thinking about the sister, like, damn. Um, the whole reason the last situation was a fail because it was, like, um, like the, the sister thought that Tut couldn't have any kids when really it wasn't like that. So, he was like, I'm not trying to, show me, I'm, like, I'm not trying to repeat that. So, he got his shit together, I see. Yeah. Um, He started to get his mind back on, like, money and how to make more money for the kingdom. He was like, man, like, how about we, it's like, what is this? He could have did some type of counseling or something like that. Like, became, like, an advisor or a counselor. Because, it's like, he already got a spiritual advisor. But he could have did some type of counseling or some type of, like, money management or hmm, something like that. Where it's, like, he wanted to expand the way they got more money to make them even more wealthy. Something like that. But he could have been, like, training others on certain things. Yeah. So, it's, like, um, maybe, like, training, on, training these women on how to make gold. So, it's like, they can make gold, but, like, you also trading and stuff like that. So, these new women, he was like, okay, um, you know, you guys are typically crooks and you guys are typically this. So, he kind of got his mind a little bit more sharp because it's like, we got these new women around here. We want them to learn how to make gold. This is one of the things that the Pharaoh A, um, before he died, the old ass nigga, before he died, A showed them how to make gold, but it's like, okay, let me get more sharp, maybe, like, let me get some security around them a little bit more, so we can make sure they don't, like, run off with this gold they're making, you know, like, it's still, like, keep an eye on them, because these women were crooks, like, they were exiled before, and things like that, and they're kind of, like, remembering what Nefertiti was teaching them, and shit like that, you know, so, yeah, and, like, if they did, like, they were just, like, I think he threatened them, like, look, this is kind of, like, what we have going on in our kingdom, You know what I'm saying? Like, he getting his shit together and getting his mind right. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. Like, we just invited a bunch of crook women, like, criminals and shit, up into our land. Like, some of them are. Some of them are not. Some of them just are really good at gardening. But there's a vast majority of them that are crooks that were, like, known for, like, stepping on people's toes, robbing them, pickpocketing, whatever the fuck they used to call it back then. So he was like, you know, we ain't got time for them to be robbing our shit. And they're, like, actively, some of them are making gold. So, he was like, you know, we're going to rule things kind of how, like, my um, mother-in-law did. So, if I see that you're fucking with my gold, my presence, my trade, anything, then I'm going to kill you. You feel me? That's just, that's it. So, it's like they kind of adopted that moment where Nefertiti wasn't so nice. They adopted that, like, look, we'll really take you out. This ain't cute. This ain't that. We're not making nothing bad in this neighborhood um, if you are doing, like, committing adultery in any way, meaning, like, um, if you're trying to have the idea that you're masculine, you can marry more times over and shit like that, then you gotta go, like, basically, like, we're not here for that, you know, because that's not what a divine feminine is, like, You know, you guys can be musicians. He pretty much gave them certain things like you could pick what you want to do. Do you want to make gold? If you do, you're going to have security watching you. If you're off, any type of stuff. If we we have, like, they're going to start counting the gold or counting what they're making. And if shit is off in any way, you guys are going to get blamed for it and I'll just kill you all. It don't matter. We can teach anybody to make gold type shit. Um, You can be mothers if you want. That's cool. You need to marry to that one person. If you want to be a concubine, that's cool. You can marry to that person, but if your person dies, that's just it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no masculine energy here like that. That's not what we're doing. You guys can learn how to play this music if you want to be musicians. Um If you do want to be musicians, you can learn how to play these certain instruments. You know, if you love music, if you love dancing, you can do that. Um That can be, like, a job that you do because it's, like, we need entertainment. When other people come, we need entertainment. If we want to be, like, merchants and travel... It's like you can learn how to make these instruments that you're playing so that we can um, trade these as well. So it's like basically if they were not divine feminine, if they were not like in sisterhood, if they were not loyal to the man, they're like, "Um, we're going to kill you. (laughs) Basically, like we got too many men for you to choose from. Like we're not about to go down the route that um, that our sister went through. So he basically wanted them to be in like Hathor's energy. Hathor is about poetry, dancing, music, things like that. The men were um, the men that were securing over the gold. They were meant to count it, to count how many vases they had, how many swords they had, how many coins of gold they had. You know, chalices, all these type of things. There was other men that were like um, watching over the women that were like making the um, neck pieces. You know what I'm saying? Like the neck pieces and stuff, because they had like crystals of work, like rubies and all that kind of stuff, and everything's like worked. So um, they were kind of watching over them a little bit. So they just let me know if my security guards, if my, you know, I don't know what they call them, like warriors or whatever. They might have all just been warriors and acted as security guards. But like if my guards tell me that you're stealing or you're keeping anything for yourself, it's not even like I'm a peasant. You know, it's not like you're a peasant, you're broke, I'm rich type of classism. It's just like be fair. And if something's not fair, then it's a problem. You got to go basically yeah so that's how he kind of ruled it um they started to build more um towers more um temples more things like that they started to really like get on their game i see after a while he got like way more healthy drinking water working out and shit like that and he was actually able to produce now he stopped drinking and shit like that completely yeah because it was like fucking up like His sight, like it was fucking up, like what was going on, he was losing sight of like what was really going on in the kingdom. So it's like he got over that. He was able to like um, tell if there was any secrets going on, and then his wife was getting better at her scrying. Um, Martin's spirit, they had the male high priestess, um, or like the male high priest, like this uh, spiritual advisor. So, like, they were just you know able to figure this out a little bit more. I see after a while, the sister passed away because she was just too mentally ill. The sister that she grew up with, this was something that was supposed to happen because, like, she was imbalanced for a while. So, it was just like, eventually, the guys were just going to take her out. When they... When, um, she died, they put her in the... They took a minute to build her stuff up, too. They mommy fight her and stuff, put her in there with her mom, but they also like put gold and certain things in there with his the sister as well so that she wouldn't have to go through struggles and hurt and things like that in her next life. So it's like in a way the gods were allowed allowed them to like give her nice things because she already suffered in this lifetime. She did what she had to do. Osiris already rolled over her soul. It wasn't gonna be forever. It was like you experienced hell on earth so now you could be reincarnated to be better. I'm gonna pause it here. Boom, never like you know, she suffered enough on earth so she didn't have to like have a hidden tomb. That's why when I said, when I looked it up and it said she was a lost princess, that's a lie. She was in there with her mom. Um, they just didn't want to find her and then have to tell her story, and it's sad. So the cosmos forgave her because of like her dealing with all that kind of shit, being put through like judgment. On earth that she was living. Going through hell and shit like that. So she didn't have to suffer in the next life. She paid her dues basically. So when the black horse of death came. Which is basically like in this day. is considered like the death angel. When it came for her and she officially died. um, It's like the cosmos. Officially forgave her. And like she was good. So boom. Okay. That's a lot. (laughs) Um, I'm Um, guessing like. I'm going to put these cards away, but I'm guessing, like, um, it sounds like everything was running good. Like, um, he had a little bump in the road with the drinking situation, but, like, that's anybody that gets, like, instantly famous or instantly wrenched overnight or something like that. It's, like, nine times out of ten if, um, and especially he's never really had wine or he never had no wine like that. That his easy access as the Pharaoh, he just drink and do whatever he want to do. So, it's like he kind of, you know, had to get his shit back on point. Had to really see what was going on. Like, how how important it was for him to be in charge and shit like that. So, it's not really like that at all. Yeah. So, I see... What are they showing me here? I see the little girl that they're raising. She started to grow up really fast. Um, she was learning really fast, but, like, she was a young princess. She was really beautiful, actually. Um, she was known as being really, really beautiful. Um, hmm. They were... Did they only have girls? I'm trying to see if they had this problem, like, the mom and them, like, where they only bore girls. Because I've seen that he did have a little girl of their own, but right now it's kind of, she could be pregnant or something. It's kind of just showing me the little girl that, um, that was growing up. Yeah. I feel like something happened. What is this talking about? Something happened where they started to lose some type of money. It was like slowly over time. Why? Because something wasn't right. Maybe people weren't working together like they're supposed to or like there was arguments or something. Yeah, something was going on like this. Like they started to be a falling out between the community, arguments and stuff like that. The high priest or this is a vision. Okay. Okay. So what I'm seeing is the um, high priest at the time. I'm just gonna call him a high priest, the seer, spiritual advisor. He had a vision that um, when this little girl was older, that's what I'm seeing. When this little girl was a little older, around like teenage years and things like that, because um, right now she's a kid. Like I think I said, like she was three or four or something like that. Around the time she was a teenager, she was gonna go grow up beautiful and shit like that. But um, something was gonna go wrong with the community where people wouldn't want to work together. Um, cause it's gonna, they're gonna feel like uh, we work, we're doing all this work and shit like that. We perfected it, but it's, but it's like they wanted more. It's like something about these crooks, these females, these crooks were like greedy, you know, kind of like um, cause that that's the energy that they were around with this Pharaoh, so they were already crooks and shit like that. When um, when Pharaoh A was like reigning over them for the four years but it's like the way he ran shit everybody was like for themselves there was no real community base so even though they brought them over and they were doing good and making lots of money they felt like we need a raise or we deserve to raise or we deserve to make more or it's like i could just leave and go make my own kingdom type thing so he they weren't used to like a king Um, ruling and being like caring and loving and even though he threatened them to like kill him if they got out of line for anything they were not used to this they're not used to shit like that they're like used to crooks and shit they're used to shit being chaotic you know what i'm saying they were kind of like more yeah following what they know they had like a big voice they was like divine feminines but they didn't want to just be like um This is all the vision, by the way. They didn't want to just be, like, wives and gardeners and healers and dancers and singers. They wanted to go, like, take charge. It's, like, I don't know if this is why they all got shunned from another village and left there and exiled. And, like, some of them were, like, thieves and shit like that. But it's, like, um, that energy was coming back out of them because it's, like, it never really went away. They just kind of, like, oh, yeah, we'll come over here. But I see that, like, yeah they were not in, like, a divine, feminine, protective, motherly energy. These bitches are just, like, crooks, robbers. And then they were, like, ran and ruled by a robber, thief. So they all, like, it's, like, you know, in in the den of thieves type shit before. So I see it was, like, an illusion, like, the seer seen through the illusion of, like, how they were here right now, the little girl's a little four-year-old and shit like that, and they're just kind of playing the role. But by, you know, I told you, like, with everybody, how plentiful it was, like, um, they were able to start saving money so that, like, whenever they passed away, they can have all these riches in their own tombs. So it's like, they kind of felt like, okay, in the vision I see, like, by the time that happened, by the time they had good savings, they would rather just leave and, like, go and make their own community because they felt like we are so abundant, let's just go. So the seer told him, this is on this is on this sister's tomb, like, in the stories or in the scroll or something like that. So the seer told him, uh, as the pharaoh and um, Tessheth, as the queen, like, what was going to happen. And it pissed him off because it's like, bitch, like, we gave you guys all these options. We could have left you guys over there to keep starving. You know, like, he could have just died and they could have, you know what I'm saying? Y'all could have just been struggling. Like, we could have left y'all over there or we could have kept y'all prisoners or we could have actually just killed you guys all off. So, like, he was kind of like, what do I do now? So, the spiritual advisor tells them, like, by the time this little girl is old enough and they got enough money saved, so that's probably, like, another 10 years or something, that they wasn't going to want to um, listen to their husbands. They weren't going to want to work the land and do gardening and shit like that. Um, That they were kind of just foolish and they were just meant to be foolish scoundrels pretty much that they were not divine feminines. they were not like good women at all they didn't carry the qualities of like the divine goddesses like isis hathor but set they didn't have that energy they were just like broke bitches like spiritually they were broke physically they had riches all around them but spiritually they were broke and they wanted power like they wanted to be like a pharaoh like you know what i'm saying they wanted power even though they were women so, it's like, what do I do now? Like, we don't want... Like, he had a vision that was gonna, gonna be, like, hella far out. But it's like, do we act on this now or what? And I see... Uh, the husband was a little conflicted. Like, what do I do? And I see the daughter touched that. She was like, oh, fuck no. She had her mom's energy about this. Like, oh, these bitches in the future are gonna try to, like make me broke, like, you know how her mom was, like, you got me fucked up, this is, like, a family legacy, you know what I'm saying, like, this is something that, like, is in her family that came from the plagues and started this shit, so she really felt away, because it's, like, for him, it's, like, he came from a whole nother country, he didn't really know, but for her, it's, like, you got me fucked up, you know, my mom's mom was up in this bitch, and she founded this shit, you know what I'm saying, so she felt away, she was, like, burned them all to hell, like, facts, she burned them, she, like, set them on fire or something, some of them drowned, some of them was trying to get away in the water, but, like, they drowned them, and the other ones, they burned alive, they was like, get these bitches out of here right now, yeah, she didn't care, she didn't give a fuck, and that moment in time, she became, like, her mom, yeah, in that moment of time, she became, like, her mom, because she was like, I don't, um, and I see the sun god, Ross, showed her, like, she did her little divination thing, and, like, she asked the guys, like, man, what do I do with this? Because it's like, I know what I want to do, but I don't want to, like, be stuck in do what for, like, killing all these people because they fucking with my money. I'm not greedy, but at the same time, it's like, damn, like, this is a generational thing my mom blessed us with. Like, how do I do this? And it's like the gods um, told her to move forward with her plan that she felt. And, like, because it's, like, um, the guys and her, like, equally agreed on them to be killed. Because it's, like, you're about to ruin everything. The guys are just, like, look, I mean, shit. You guys gave them a fair chance. They didn't want that. Like, you offered them an offer. They said no. They're trying to bring despair and cruelty to your um, country that was built up. So it's like she had to step into her segment energy. So she could have um, left offerings and stuff to segment. And she just like, like kind of like with the mom, that she learned that from the mom. Like she learned how to um, utilize the goddess's energies for certain things. So she stepped into segment's energy. And like I said, that segment is fucking violent. So she was like, burn these bitches alive. Like drown these bitches. They trying to run away drowning. Like they got to go. So after she got the okay from Ra and, like, the other dads, and that she wouldn't go to Duat and be burned. I mean, not burned, but, like, rolled over by Osiris for doing this to them. They immediately had the guards kill these bitches. Yep. So they they felt, like, victorious because it's, like, cool. We ain't even got to worry about them 10 years from now when this little girl that we're raising is older. She was pregnant, but she was also pregnant when she was doing this shit. Like, when she was making this call, she was pregnant. So it's, like, how dare you, like... You know, the little girl they adopted and she was, like, four or something years old. So, you gonna wait until she's, like, 14, 15, old enough to, like, marry and all that kind of shit to, like, try to play us? Nah, bitch, we gonna get you out of here right now. And it's, like, so, boom. So, the the uh, seer was really good at his job. Like, he was really good because, like, he prevented that from happening. And then she was really good with her sprying that her mom taught her because she, like, confirmed it and shit like that. So, yeah, she got her segment energy. She basically just took them out and it balanced everything out again cause it's like they already had hella women there but it's like we tried to let you little broke criminal ass bitches in here and you feel me they tapped into the criminals minds and the criminals minds was not with it so they were like in order to keep everything balanced cause we're not about to go through no plagues and shit like that and all that kind of stuff we don't want them to leave and then now we got enemies you know we don't try to we're we're trying to avoid going to war if we have to so we're just gonna take them out now so they did, boom. And that's just what it was. Yeah, I seen them burning. They, like, set their houses on fire and shit. It was just done. They didn't even, like... Mm-hmm. You know, normally it's like, okay, shoot them down with the arrows, wrap them up as a mummy, do da uh, The guy said, don't even let them reincarnate. They're like, no, all that gold that they had, just return to the rest of the community. Um, yeah, I'm seeing like, they set the... Set them on fire. They could have put them in a certain, like, they could have rounded them all up the next morning or something like that after she got the okay from the gods for the ones that was on fire. They could have been going around the community, rounding them all up, and they put them in a certain home or a certain place, excuse me, a certain, like, temple and just set the whole shit on fire. So it was, like, boom, wind swoop. Some of them got away. They sent the warriors after them, the ones that got away and got to the water, and they just drowned. They was like, fuck this shit. And then they burned them. Because it was like, they don't want them to go and get cremated. So it's like, there's no, I mean cremated. They didn't want them to go and get mummified. So there's no other way. They just had to go. Pretty much. Yeah. The husband was like, damn, she made a boss ass move. And he was with it too. He wasn't really tripping. He was the one that commanded the um, the male soldiers to go after them. Because they looked at them as like little demons. Mind you, these are the kids that was, like, they have the teachings of King Solomon and shit still going around here, like, from all these years later, because that was, like, low-key, like, their grandparent and shit like that, so it's, like, they still stuck to those customs, they seen what demons look like with the fucking sister and shit, and, and multiple personalities and all that, they seen all that, so they know all that, so they, like, oh, yeah, these bitches are evil, like, you know, They kind of had that mentality, so it was like, get these little evil bitches, get these little crooks, like, you know, like, they know what that type of energy looks like, so that's kind of what they went after, so yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty savage, I'm not gonna hold you, like, so far, I'm proud of her, I'm not gonna hold you, like, she did a good job as being the next queen, I feel like her mom would be very proud, she did a really good job, and she would always, like, make sure she acts the gods first before she did anything like is this cool you feel me I ain't trying to go to hell you feel me I see what my sister looked like I'm not trying to look like that you feel me like I mean they didn't call it hell but you know what I'm talking about like I ain't trying to have my soul ran by Osiris because this nigga don't play I seen what my sister looked like like you sure I can do this and they're like yeah and then she just acted off that like she was really heavy in tune with like spirit i can kind of relate to her i'm not gonna hold you because i kind of do shit like that too i always ask the guys before i do anything just because it's like i'm not trying to lose my ranking because i'm just acting solely off like myself you know what i'm saying so yeah um yeah these crooks had to go these crooks had to go they were kind of confused on, like, how they found out. I see, they were like, what the fuck? How'd they know we were hiding our hand? But it's like, they don't understand what a spiritual advisor is. Yeah, they're confirming that she was definitely pregnant when she called this call. They were definitely pregnant. It's confirming, again, they set a whole fucking temple on fire and just locked them in there and shit like that. Because it was like, you ain't about to bring struggle to my fucking community. They heard them crying and shit like that. It was like a... It was, like, a statement, too. Like, they made everybody watch, it. you know, like, um, they gathered all these people up in there, like, the little crooks and shit like that. They gathered them up in there and, like, imprisoned them in there, tied them up so they couldn't go. Some of them escaped, shit like that. Um, and then, like, the rest of the community, they showed you, like, it was, like, a, it's a statement. Like, this will happen to you if you want to be a masculine-ass little bitch. This will happen to you if you wanna um, go against us. This will happen to you if you try to steal. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they're just kind of like confused on like how the fuck they knew they were planning that because they ain't even do it yet. You know what I'm saying? But like, this is what spiritual advisors are for. They told the community like, hey, they were gonna try to run away with our money. They didn't care about the offer of love we try to extend to them back in the day. Like, you know, they wasn't going to try to work with us. So they told them, they explained it. They didn't just do this evil shit and not say nothing. They told them everything, like, you know? Yeah, all the hidden secrets. And, like, the women were confused because they're like, how? And it's like, um, these people that they did this to, these prisoner crooks ladies, they don't, wherever they're from, they don't have the same gods. So it's like, they had to explain to them, like, we knew because we're in tune with, both eyes of Ra, like, we got a seer, like, remember I told you seers in hieroglyphs, they are depicted with two eyes, because they have the um, the eye of Thoth and the eye of Ra, so they can see everything, they can see all, so, like, they basically told him, like, we got a seer, you can't play with this nigga, like, he's filthy at what he does, you know what I'm saying, you can't get past nothing, even if you ain't playing it for, like, years, they were gonna do this in, like, nine, ten years, so he was able to, um, look into his own form of divination have dreams and stuff and see shit years from now so he's like she's like you know if this happens any other time when he's asleep he can see this when he's laying out his divination reading bones anything like that when he's on his travels looking at the water looking at the sea he can see this he don't really need a crystal ball but if he did do it it's like just to confirm so they're like you know this is what he does this is what the seer is so if you try us anybody we're gonna see it before it happens and this will be you too so it's like a statement So, yeah, at that point in time, it kind of, like, was marketing in a way, too, for, like, kids to go to school to, like, learn how to do divination even more. Because they're like, oh, shit, that's filthy. So, like, some of the boys, because it's, like, as far as what I'm seeing so far, this is, like, the first man. No, it's not the first man spiritual advisor. Because the Pharaoh A was a man spiritual advisor as well. But it's, like, um, there it's not as common. So, there's more boys that just didn't want to just be warriors and merchants. Some of them was like, damn, can we go to school for this? That's kind of dope. So, it's like, in a way, it was like, it was more good than bad for them. Nobody, like, was like, oh, my God, they're cruel. They were like, shit, can you teach me how to see that for ahead of time? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it, like, allowed more masculines to, like, not just be warriors, But also be like spiritual advisors and or just be able to see in the future to do divination, to learn that type of stuff, to learn about demons and stuff and like give them a new insight, new mind on things. And it's like, um, especially the ones that were warriors, it's like if the warriors had spiritual insight, then it's like when it came to fighting wars and going against people, they can also see stuff like when on the road or if they have to get sent out to do some dirty work. And shit like that, it's like we can have a a group of seers and we can all see what the enemy's about to do before they do it so we can beat them with the plan. So it's kind of like a marketing thing too, and that's how it kind of works. So it's like, oh, cool. So it's like everybody was kind of like going to magic school at that point in time. The warriors like, okay, y'all know how to fight. We ain't really had no war. If we had to do, you know, slay people or had them killed, shit like that, that's when they would do their little thing. But it's like nobody really came and challenged them ever so far. So it's like, it was like, cool, let's do this and just be 10 steps ahead of any ops that might come so we can, like, study and shit like that. Yeah. I see also the little girl that they raised, why she grew up to become a seer is because she also wanted to be able to see things, so she also took up studies. She wasn't just, like, naturally a seer. She took up these studies and was, like, studying this type of stuff since she was a kid on how to, like um, get through the truth, see through illusions, see things far, um, she also picked up these type of things as well, so, yeah, that's interesting, I'm gonna pause it here. Yeah, so boom. So it kinda was like a marketing opportunity. Everybody and their mama was like, damn, Because like, it's like they had jobs and shit already, but there were so many people doing plenty of these jobs, like it was a plenty for like a overwhelming amount of people just like being blacksmiths or working, making gold, trading, shit like that. So it was like there wasn't too many people going to school for like magic school and sears. So it kinda like allowed them to do that and like do more than one thing. So it like increased their war skills and things like that. So I see they started to read um, the teachings of Solomon, or his name in Egypt was Amenhotep the Third, and um, yeah, they started to like read the teachings of them. They started to look in how Nefertiti ran stuff like that, and like you know, like looking into like the notes and stuff that the Queen of Sheba and King Solomon kind of left behind for them when it came to like um, practicing with. Um, um, I guess like your psychic abilities and like um, seeing demons in people, seeing like when people are evil, tricksters, little shit like that. Um, What it took to be a spiritual advisor, what it took for all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they were going back and like reading some of the old scrolls now and it was like, wow. They were learning about like warfare, what people would look like if they had a demon on them, like their features would look like that it's not just like one gender. Like, basically, a new era opened, and it wasn't just women going around and wanting to do this and listen to what this book had to say. It was, like, also men, and they're like, whoa, like, so then it kind of, like, opened up a way for, like, some of these warriors to also be philosophers because um, King Solomon was a philosopher, and he was a king, so it's like, you know, the shit that was kind of hidden. It wasn't really hidden, but it was just, like, Nobody was really doing that at that point in time. Everybody was kind of like doing other shit in the kingdom. So it's like, oh wow, like they opened up this book again and started to read the notes. It's like, damn. So yeah, they were learning about different like dark spirits. They were learning about a lot more judgment. Like, um, yeah, like how to know what God you're talking to. With um, Egyptian gods are in ruling of, like, judgment, like, Mayat, Thoth, um, Osiris is of the underworld, Amut with the soul, like, the whole weighing of the heart thing situation, like, the 42 judges in Mayat, like, they're kind of, like, learning about all that, and then they're learning about, like, demonology and shit, so it was, like, really good, the little girl I see now, she's a teenager, so she's grown up now, the little girl that they, um, took in, she's grown up now. And, like, um, she's, like, considered, like, magi. Or, like, yeah, she's considered, like, a mage. Wait, is a mage? Was the mage or the sage? I think the mage is the man and the sage is the woman. Hold on. Let me look it up real quick. Because I can't remember if the mage is a woman and the sage is a man. Let me see. Mage. Let me see. Sage. So, a sage is someone that helps others in form of magic and things like that. And, like, a mage is just, like, similar to a magician. But it's just, like, um it's a different sex. So, she was, like, a mage, I'm guessing. Or, like, a witch. Basically, she grew up to actually be a witch, not just a seer. But she actually, like, practiced. So, she was really heavy into this. She's like, oh, this is filthy. So, she looked into, like, um, like exorcisms or, like, how his notes on like him having to exercise demons um she became a necromancer that's what it's saying okay because i'm like a witch so she was really heavy in the craft a crafty little girl that grew up that they took um and took in or whatever she became like a um necromancer so this is something that i'm into necromancy connecting and talking to the dead shit like that um she was really into this she was also into like reincarnation, how that works, like souls, um, how to exorcise demons out of people, um, witch, like witchcraft, shit like that. So she was really, really heavy into this. And I see she wanted to be like a traveling philosopher. She really got heavy into like King Solomon, his studies. She was like, man, I'm trying to be like him. Yeah, she wanted to be, like, famous like him, so she really, like, idolized him. Like, the little girl, she was, like, probably four or something like that. And she studied and learned about this kind of stuff, and she's grown up, and now she's a teenager, the same age that, like, 14, 15, the same age that they predicted that these girls were going to try to, like, take everything and ruin everything. So she's finally at the age, and it's like, um, she's like, man, I'm trying to go on the road with this. I want to be just like King Solomon. You know, like, is it just a boy's thing to do that? And they're like, no, it's not just a boy's thing to do that. Like, you can do that if you want. You know what I'm saying? So she wanted like to teach other females this. She wanted to go and like get paid to do this because it's not too many females. Like, the females that were here in the community, they kind of like a bunch of concubines. They stayed. They were like gardeners, healers, all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um Like, she wants to be a traveling philosopher, like King Solomon. And she was like, you know, I'm not really into dancing. I'm not really into this. I'm not really into that. I really want to be famous like him and be able to, like, catch demons. Facts. So her mom, her dad, I see the dad was like, no, I don't want you to leave. Like, he's probably like, you know, you're supposed to go and marry. Like, they wanted her to marry a king and, like, go and do all this kind of stuff. And, like, the mom was like, you can do it. Like, you can go. They taught her how to, like, um ride a chariot or she been learning how to ride a chariot and they're just like if you go if you travel you have to travel with others other merchants and stuff like that so um i see that they allowed them to like take the magic school on the road yeah this was like an idea that the little girl had she's filthy i'm not gonna hold you. she's filthy so it's like um some of the other people some of the other kids that grew up with her learning like this she perfected it and she was really into like necromancy and demons and all that kind of shit like that There's some that was just really into, like, seniors, philosophers, stuff like that. So, um, the mom was like, you can go. And remember, like, she's like 14, 15. She was like, you can go for a while. Um, yeah, she was like, you can go for a while, but you gotta bring other people. You gotta, if you're gonna go, you gotta teach people how to heal their bodies and, like, spread this information to other people. You can have people, like, it's like, how your people call my people type shit. But it's like, if you go, you got to, um, bring more, more people that are into this type of stuff our way so we can have more business. So it's kind of like her, her daughter was like, her daughter in like this group of teenagers, um, went and traveled so they can now travel the world. They gave them like stuff to be successful. Like she made sure she went with some warriors, um, that were also seers, but they were like trained to like fight, be warriors. They packed them up so they wouldn't be starving. They had, like, people that could hunt and shit like that there. But she was like, you can go, but, you you know, you, you got to come back. You can't just leave forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are a teenager. We do still need you to get married. But it's like, I'm not going to, like, hold you back from your gifts. I'm not going to hold you back from your destiny. If this is what you want to do, you can do this. So she was like, yeah, it was like a group of them, like, some warriors, a group of a bunch of them, some seers. Um, she was the main witch necromancer. And She was like, if you do go out there, um, like you can't just be. Um, like if you do go out there and you stumble upon like a, a royal, like a king, a young king, a young prince or something like that, you want to marry them, they gotta come back here, and me and your dad gotta like see what they're about, see what the country's about and shit like that. So he, she was like, you know, you can go, but at the same time, like technically, in our culture, you should be getting ready to marry a prince. So it's like she's kind of like on business travel. But it's also like, she's a bachelorette, and it's like, normally, you will be here getting beautified, and like, we will be reaching out to people to see who will marry you, you know what I'm saying? Because they had girls. They had two girls, so I see like, or they had three girls, so they had all girls, so it's like, yeah, Um, I see the other two girls were kind of like, married already, and she was like, the one that like, or, no, they're not married, they're younger. What am I trying to see? they were like set up with somebody already like you know how i said like they would grow up around certain kids and shit like that so it's like um the way that nefertiti kind of taught them that it worked the best it's it's like the girls kind of naturally flocked to the little boys naturally and it wasn't like an arranged marriage so the two daughters she could have had twins and then they had the little girl that was way older 15 some years old So, I see the other ones, the other little girls could be like three years old, or... How the fuck is this making sense? Or since they were three? How does this work? Hold on, I'm trying to see what what they're trying to tell me. Since these little girls were three, they were uh, growing up around the men that they were destined to marry. So, it's like they kind of seen and paid attention to their daughters having a little liking to them, a little crush to them, and shit like that. There were certain boys in the community that they were like, okay, we don't have any boys... They're from a noble family. The girls naturally kind of, like, clicked with them, the twins. So, it's like they're destined to be pharaohs and shit, but she's the oldest. So, it's like, technically, you're supposed to be staying here, and you're the next to run this. And normally, we would be, like, reaching out. But it's like, um, they wanted her to, like, naturally choose her husband. um, Someone that was, like, it wasn't arranged because we see how Tut and stuff ended up. So she was like, you can do this, but we also want you to keep your mind on the prize. By the time they, like, told her she can go for, like, a year and then come back to the kingdom, and by the time she was back to the kingdom, if she doesn't have a person, they were going to start reaching out to other, like, communities and kingdoms and stuff to see, like, if there's an um, available bachelor and then let her choose, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, yeah, so that way she wouldn't be depressed or, like, stuck with a certain person or None of that stuff that happened with her sister and Tut would happen. So the other two girls, don't only, like, they're younger. Or, like, ever since they were three years old, they kind of was, like, already around who they were going to be with. And her, she was cool enough to, like, uh, allow this to be an option. So I see, like, the dad wasn't really feeling it because he wanted it to go a certain way. But she basically told the dad, like, I'm not trying to have my daughter end up like my sister and Tut. So it's like, um let her do what she wants to do. If she wants to chase gent spirits around the Sahara Desert, let her do that. But, like, she needs to find somebody that she can fall in love with. So, like, she was happy that her mom, like, you know, like, she basically let her, like, tap into her magic skills and shit like that. So they wasn't trying to force her and shit like that. So it's like, boom, your sister's already got people in line, but they're way younger than you, so you're the first in line, so go do your thing. So she's like, cool. So, Yeah. She went with like two other girls and like a group of guys, and they were out there doing their thing like magic wise um healing people showing their healing techniques like they might go to a country and somebody might have a certain disease or something like that, and they can whip up the teeth and help them, or they might be like, "You know we don't know what's going on da, da, da. and it's like they can stop by and like show them that we can see into the future. So, it's like, wow, that's cool. So, it's like bringing people towards the kingdom because they're like, I want to learn this. I want to learn that. So, it allowed more people to come towards, like, the middle kingdom. Yeah, because everybody wants to be a magi. So, they were, like, going out and, like, saving the day. And, like, you know, they had a year to do this. She also was kind of, like, keeping her eye open for, like, an available attractive bachelor that she wanted. Like, you know, that kind of, like, fit in her, um liking, you know what I'm saying, not somebody that her mom and dad wanted to force her to be with, but, like, somebody that she could vibe with and she could see herself running the country with because she's the next in line. So, yeah, that's kind of how that went. That's cool. I'm not gonna hold you, bro. I'm very happy on how she's running this country. She's baller. Give, give her a pat on the back, you feel me? She's filthy. So, boom. I see she went there for a year and she came back and, like, who is this it's actually she ended up actually thinking about it and and i've seen a mom actually seen it this is funny (laughs) so the mom uh one of the guys she left with she actually ended up falling in love with like they were on like that year by themselves like from 15 to like 16 or something like that by themselves with like a whole group of other teenagers doing this getting people interested in like their magic school and like promoting like oh you want to learn how to do this like send some of your people up here to the middle kingdom and like you know like they can come back with us and like you know learn these type of things so I see one of the warriors actually loved her and she like loved him they grew up together um they grew up together whether um the mom knew this though she's seen it in like a vision or like the mom was doing some scrying because she wanted to make sure her daughter was cool. It's not like they had cell phones back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So there was no way to know within that year of your daughter going around if, like, they were okay or not. Besides, like, way of spiritual advisor and, like, scrying. So the mom could have been scrying, like, 25-8, like, every single day, every single hour. She was, like, low-key, like, you know, a mom, like, oh, my God, didn't make a good decision? Like, blah, blah, blah but i see she did and like allow her daughter to be free she didn't rebel against them she didn't feel like she was chained down to only be one type of way she brought more business to the community as far as like magic school and she like that she was able to touch uh teach other people she like that heal other people her and her like group of teenagers she traveled with and one of the warriors that went on the travels with her he actually like wanted to like propose to her but he of course had to wait till he got back to ask her hand in marriage from the family from the uh, parents um her dad and them like watched them grow up together and shit like that he was into he was like into war and this magic shit so it was like it was perfect because it's like she's really into like necromancy and like divination and demons and shit he's into it as well but he's also he could defend her he's not no punk he knows how to go to war. You know, he was already out there protecting her when they were out there for a year. So, it was, like, destined by the sun god Ra. That is so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to hold you. They did run into people. They ran into a lot of demons. They had to exercise people. They ran into a lot of demons, a lot of, like, people that was going through some shit. And, like, he was able to see this. And, like, see what places they needed to travel to or where to go first. She was also, like, they're very psychic, both of them. He was able to see stuff. He was able to see through people, like, if somebody had a demon on them. She was able to scry and, like, see future events prophecy. So they were together, both, like, see So When they would run things and they came back to the parents, and it's like, Dad, Mom, I, I, I know who I want to go with. I want to go with, like, such and such from the community. Like, he traveled with me, like... It's, like, it's good for the parents because it's, like, technically you don't really need a spiritual advisor because both of you guys are spiritual advisors. He's a warrior, so he's going to know about war. She's also going to know about feminine stuff and dancing and all that. And it's, like, um, they can both see what's going to happen read through people shit like that. So, it's perfect. She didn't really have to look outside the community. So, I seen, um, yeah, the mom mom is nosy (laughs) yeah she's seen this all like what I'm telling you guys this is before she came back and told her mom her mom would scry and see that she was like cool my baby's okay and she would like go to sleep and shit yeah Uh, that's cool yeah she was like um now all I gotta do is like teach her how to like I let her go out there for a year and like do her thing with demons and shit um, she knows how to make herbs and potions and tinctures and stuff. So, it was just, like, all around, her daughter was, like, well-balanced. She was, like, proud. Yeah. So, it's like, when they came back, it's cute because when they came back, her mom seen all this. Because she was, like, scrying, like, 25-8 every single day until she came back, basically. So, when she came back, um, her mom already had, like, a festival set up for her. Um, she liked that. Like, they were able to... She was scrying so fucking much, she knew... Like, okay, they're going to be back by the full, the next full moon or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like she already had shit set up for her. For her to be, like, um, married, drums playing, like, flowers being thrown, like, new outfits and stuff made for her for her wedding day. She had all that planned. So, she's like, Mom, how did you know? You know, like, how did you know this? <laughs> yeah. And it's like the only thing that um, they have to do now is, like, ask permission of the dead. Because, like, even though the mom seen it, it's, like, it's, it's still, you got to ask dad permission. So, she felt happy that, like, she let her daughter go on and, like, find herself and things like that. And she didn't have to force her, her daughter to do anything because she felt like that would have imbalanced it. I think she actually read into this future, too. Like, she could have asked the guys, like, what would have happened if I would have said no? And I see that, um, that the daughter would have not found real love, and she would have felt imprisoned within her own um, being a, a queen. Like, she would have felt imprisoned in her own marriage. And like like I said, women, they can't marry again. So it's like it would have been unfair to her. She, she would have wanted to leave, and she's the oldest one. So it's like she would have been heartbroken. The mom and dad would have been heartbroken. Um, the daughter would have left. She would have went and did her own thing. And it's like, I don't want to be a pharaoh. Like, she would have rebelled against her parents, basically. So, like, she, damn, her mom was doing a lot of scrying. Her old nosy ass. Yeah, so she was like, okay, cool, I made the right choice. Or, like, our whole world would have been upside down if she didn't just use her intuition on this. So, that's good. I'm going to pause it here. Oh, yeah her mom was crying and just like seeing everything like did I make a good job did I do this Did I do that yeah and like she's also seeing that it's a good thing that she didn't listen to her husband because it's like I remember like I was teaching you guys that like Nefertiti had her own voice with Akhenaten um she wasn't just like oh whatever he says because like she learned from her mom's teachings on before with the plagues how all that happened Because that queen way back in the day with the plagues in the 12th dynasty, the stories that come from there, the lessons, is that that wife and that spiritual advisor just listened to whatever the king said and didn't have a voice. So then that's why all that happened. So like ever since then, the female generations passed down was like, you also have an equal voice in this. It's not just men rule the world. What he says goes, sometimes your women intuition is right too. So sometimes it's like up to you to speak up because you can make all of the difference. So. I see that the guys were very proud of her because it's like, since you let her go on the road, um, you let her bring more business in, but it's like, um, also she is going to be able to be celebrated as this new pharaoh queen because it's like, if not, she would have like, I'm not going to hold you, the mom, Teshret would have failed judgment if she would have kept her daughter there because of what her husband said. Even though she loved him, it's like um, I'm gonna make that call, you know, I'm gonna follow my intuition, to let her go, and if she would've just been like, no, the Pharaoh said do this and do that, it's like, you wasn't like a divine feminine, like, you, you need a voice too, y'all need to, like, you know, so they would've lost money, they would've lost everything, if, and they would've been stressing out, trying to figure out who's gonna run it, and all that kind of shit, if they didn't let her follow her spirit, so yeah, so I see the gods were happy that, like, um, it kind of seemed like when this era, this generation, this dynasty came around, there was a way of everything was running so smoothly. So the, the, the simple lesson in this part so far is what I'm seeing is like, um, is she going to be like the type of woman, the type of queen that was in the 12th dynasty where she just listened to everything or the spiritual advisor is not going to be able to advise or even though the husband disagrees. And the spiritual advisor and the mom agrees on one thing and he doesn't. It's like two against one, you know? Like are you gonna speak up or are you not? So it's like, yeah. They did good. I'm I'm very proud. She's very tapped into the cosmos. I see. Yeah. This is awesome. I'm very happy. I see that um they got more warriors this way as well because it's like the people showed them like when they were on this mystery school they showed them like their warcraft like they could have brought some stuff for them to practice like go to other places and show them how skilled they are so they could have been like oh let me show you how we can make this let me show you how we can make that and like they're skilled in like, do you want to go to our warrior school so he um the dude she picked the dude that um the little girl picked because i'm guessing now they're back yeah now they're back and they're like back from their um journey back from their travels and like i said like the mom and stuff had everything set up for um her to like get married and stuff and she was kind of like shocked and she told her i was reading into everything the good the bad the ugly if i made the right choice all that kind of stuff she's talking to her about this and i see when they came back they also came back with warriors for them to learn how to be more warriors and stuff and go to school there but it's like you can't just be a warrior and then go back to your community and like um like, fight against us, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, like, how we gonna treat, are we going to teach you all our skills and then you go back and leave? So it's, like, they kind of have to, like, live on their land and, like, vow to be the warriors for them. So it's, like, they were recruiting people to come back to their place, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were talking about how, like, the king was loving and stuff like that. So I see that since dude brought back um, more warriors for the king and she like that, more youth that he can train, the dad like loved him. He adored him. He's like, oh yeah, I fucks with him. He's growing my 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 armory. He's growing like my my strength. He's growing my people, and he is teaching them also how to see and foresee things. He's like, he's cool in my book. Like he can marry my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, it's like even though he didn't come from like money, money like that, long money. It's not like a real classism thing. They just wanted her to be in love. And, like, she chose correctly. And this person was worth more money because he was bringing more stuff into the kingdom. So, it's, like, even if it wasn't, like, back in the day, you know how it was, like, they were having the daughters go and have arranged marriages. And, like, oh, we can bring you 40 oxen and da 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 like, to marry your daughter. And then, like, it kind of failed in that way because these people weren't trained in the right way. So, it's, like, this kid is bringing more people to the community to train and bring more money. So it's worth more than them getting 40 oxen and fucking birds and lions and shit from somebody as a gift to marry the kids. So it's like, they kind of adopted a new way by doing this. Yeah. <clears throat> and they were able to see, like, dark energies and shit like that. So they were like, man, this is cool. Like, this has worked. Like, they were able to see, like... And all the people that they brought to them, it was like... um, They didn't bring any snakes because they can see dark energies, they can tell, so they didn't bring no snakes where it's like, oh, um, we brought a bunch of crooks and now we got to slaughter all these crooks. It was like everybody was very um, loving, um, caring, ready to work, ready to learn. So it was like they brought harmony back. So they were like, cool, nigga, this is what's up, dog. Like, (laughs) yeah, they were happy with this. Yeah, so the dad was kind of rethinking, like, damn, why did I say no? Like, you know, like, huh? Hmm, like, I, how come I ain't trust my wife? Or like, I didn't think about none of this. And the mom is just like, yeah, like, I made a sound decision. I'm a pr- like, everybody was really proud of themselves. Yeah, so she was like, boom, her daughter's already married at 15. They're back in the community. They got married and shit like that. They brought all these people back. Now they're training them in school warriors. All that kind of stuff, like that. Um, and it's like the community's more big and shit, like that. So now it's like they're in training to be a young pharaoh and a young queen. Now they're in their studies for that. And like the people are going to the same magic school they did when they were younger. So it's like it was perfect. The I see the male high priestess or the male high priest, he's seen that, um, he's seen that good things were to come. Or what am I seeing? Yeah, he's seeing that good things were to come, that they were gonna forever, it's like generational wealth, that they were gonna accumulate generational wealth um, by way of everything that they're doing. The way that they're doing this with like training the warriors to be seers, that they wouldn't have to travel and um, do this type of mystery school on the road again, like because people are gonna hear about them and just come and come towards them. Like, it's going to get out. Like, the word's going to get out on its own, He saying. And, like, it will bring them brighter days. Like, you know, nobody was going to have to, like, be in sad, sorrow. I made the wrong mistake. I married the wrong person. None of that kind of stuff. So, like, after everything got established and they're all back and they're all doing their thing and these new warriors are at school, these new people are, like, learning the language, the hieroglyphs, they're kind of fitting into this new society. Um, everything's good. Everybody is drama-free. Um, demon free they're not evil they're not crooks they're none of that kind of stuff they're just like eager to learn and stuff so it's like now the seer their actual high priest that works for Tashvent um, and her husband they're like um, he's like um yeah this is a good choice he basically like confirmed it this is a good choice and like soon our mystery school or our magic school here that's gonna be teaching all this stuff and teaching the warriors this kind of stuff too and um, and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be like a success to the point like the word is going to get around to the other kingdoms. And instead of them having to go out and seek. It's like they made such a big splash pretty much. That people are just going to start coming our way for this type of stuff. So they were like known for their mystery schools. Known for their magic schools. Known for stuff like that. So it's like a win-win on all, all ways. So the mom's like cool. Like hell yeah. Yeah that's dope. Also, people would rather, like, bring and help instead of fight them. So they were, like, he basically seen that, like, we wouldn't really have no war no time soon because people wanted to go to school to be our warriors. And it's, like, in order to be one of our warriors, you have to swear oaths to us. So you couldn't... It's, like, once you part of our community, part of our community. You don't just go to school here and then go back and, like, try to go against us. It's, like, you're here now. So it's, like, they... A lot of them were like, damn, your kingdom is way filthier than us. So, they kind of, like, swore allegiance to them. So, they didn't really have no war. I'm not going to hold you. So, they didn't really have to trip on nobody, like, trying to go to war against them. Because everybody wants to live there. Everybody seen it as, like, plentiful. They love the schools. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, there are so many seers around that, like, nobody could ever attack them. The daughter is now a queen. She's doing good. She's abundant. Um, she would... Hmm. I'm saying she would still go out and travel sometimes and just do, like, some merchant stuff. Like, she had her own gifts. Like, I don't know if it's, like, her own books that she wrote or her own studies, her own travel. So it's, like, on her studies and stuff that she did and her traveling that she did for, like, that year, she could have wrote down everything. Yeah, she had, like, her own scrolls or something like that that she wrote. So it's, like, she wanted to go and, like, even though they don't ha- they didn't have to keep, um advertising she just liked to travel like she didn't want to just be stuck in the kingdom forever so she was like training in position to be the next queen their mom and dad is not that old they're still pretty young so she's still able to like go travel and she don't have to be stuck there so i see she was taking full advantage of like traveling the world going to as many places as possible um and like instead of traveling with everybody she probably go like with her person some warriors and stuff like that her um husband and they would, like, travel and, like, um, just drop off her studies. And it's like, you could read this story. If you're interested, this is where we're at. If you want to learn, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, is this the sister? Yeah, her little sisters and stuff kind of was like, what is this? What is this saying? Her sisters and stuff were like younger but they were also like interested in this things were balancing out um she was banging hella money into the kingdom for this it was like moving slow like people would read her stuff and then it's like after a while people would start turning up like wow i got this like uh, two summers ago or i don't know how they would tell time and it's like wow you know i finished reading a book or something like that and it's like i'm really interested in it so she was getting like people bringing their little girls there that's what it is i thought it was like her sisters but there again people like bringing her little girls there and stuff like that that they wanted to do this they wanted to learn about the afterlife and death They like they were interested in like reincarnation and how people did things in egypt so it's like hmm yeah, they are interested in this. Like, where do I go after I die? So, there was, like, inquiring minds wanting to come through. Yeah. I see some of these kingdoms was, like, damn, everybody just leaving us? <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. Yeah, everybody wants to be a part of this magic school. Because it's, like, everybody in these kingdoms was just, like, I'm out of here. But it wasn't, like, um yeah, it wasn't, like, um to the point that, like, we should go to war with them because um all of our kids kind of want to leave and go to Egypt it was like a certain amount of, like it was like everybody had shit balanced so these other places that they would touch down in and like do these things at and like leave these books and stuff it was like by choice like they had whatever they had going on in their kingdom and it's like by choice that if they wanted to go it was like sending your kid off to college you know what I'm saying it's like all right mom like Typically, they would probably, I don't know what they did before this, but they would probably like just stay there and learn whatever they're learning. But it's like, um, Mom, I really want to go to this college, and it's over here. So it's like, people would travel by boat, come up the river to where the Middle, middle Kingdom is, and like um, be like, you know, we're dropping our kid off here. You know what I'm saying? They would get them all prepared and shit, like, oh, my kid want to be a warrior and a magi. My kid want to be a seer and learn about death and necromancy and shit. So it's like, you know? So, yeah. It was like, it became like a college destination down there. Like, the school was popping and this is what the seer said, too. So, it really wasn't that far ahead that he seen. Or, like, the success happened fast. It was, like, happening slow, but, like, when it when it really took off, it happened fast. So, yeah, the um, the parents were happy that she chose this person because they're like, damn, we ain't gotta worry about money ever again. Like, we're good. Yeah, this is filthy. Um, I see that also people were bringing certain people that were, like, known to be possessed up there, too. So that they can, like, perform these things on them and then, like, go home healed. Remove these demons, remove these evils from their mind, from their soul, shit like that. So they were really doing some shit with this um King Solomon's teachings. Like, people were like, okay, if they didn't drop them off to be, like, um, to study and shit... It was like they were practicing healing and like removing um, things, exercising spirits, you know, doing shit like that. So it's like um, if if they weren't dropping their kids off for that from other countries or towns or whatever, how that worked, it's like they would come up there and be like, we heard about this mystery school. My daughter has been seeing things and talking in other voices and kind of like the shit that happened with um, Teshvet's sister. Where she had, like, all these demons on her. But that was, like, destined by the gods. Like, they couldn't exercise that demon off her. But it's, like, this is not like that. So, it's, like, they were probably able to, like, take these demons off of them by way of doing this, like, shamanic shit. And, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm not gonna hold you. Like, they had people, like, coming up for the services and for the college and shit. Yeah. So, I see at some point in time, they were like, okay, you can't leave because it's like we had so much business coming through, you had to be here to perform this. So, the mom, like, kind of made the sound decision, like, daughter, I know you love traveling, Um, and, like, for him, um, he just stayed, like, the husband, her husband, he kind of just stayed because he was, like, really trying to learn how to be the pharaoh, like, he couldn't go because they didn't have a son of their own, and he was quite older, like, normally if they would have birth of the son and not all girls um he would have been learning this type of stuff since he was like four years old basically learning how to be this and it's like you know he would have been a young pharaoh since he was quite older it's like they had to cram a lot of knowledge into him when he was quite older like 15 16 or whatever when they married so it's like you can't go nowhere your wife can she'll be going with like warriors and stuff but now she can't even travel no more because she got so much business from this mystery school and passing out her book and the things that she was doing on the road for that year with her husband and and these other teenagers to the point that like her mom seen it um her mom seen it in a dream or or her mom made the sound decision like hey you can't go nowhere else because you gotta like lay hands on these people like pray for these people or Do whatever you're doing so it's like she had it's like this is her own booth of work like this is her work she did yeah so she wasn't really tripping because she's like cool and it's like she had certain people that work for her like certain gardeners and stuff like I need a bundle of this type of herb. I need some type of herb like this. I need this, I need that. So they had gardeners that was also partnered with them in the kingdom because she needs certain herbs to, like, exercise certain things, to call upon angels, to, you know, remove certain things, to help people. And it was bigger than just, like, exercising demons and shit like that. It was also, like, um, like, she was, like, a doctor too. Like, she dealt with the dead and shit like that. But she also, like, um she also did like readings for people like mm-hmm. necromancy is, it's, it's like you can um be like oh my grandma because it's like they don't some of these people like from these other countries they didn't believe in the afterlife and reincarnation and like spirits and stuff before that so it's like say they i don't know if they like buried them or cremated them in these other places but say somebody's grandma died and like they never got to hear the last words from her she can channel them. She was doing like seances and channeling them and like giving them messages like, oh, she's here right now. Like, What do you want to say? Like the shit I'm doing, like the shit I can do, like tap into people and like do readings and shit. She was able to do that too. And like, if somebody lost their baby or something like that from like a miscarriage or stillbirth, she was able to like whoop up some stuff so that they can have a baby. And, like, you know, like, she was all around, like, a healer. She was a shaman. She was all that shit. Like, she's filthy. I don't hold you. I'm positive here. gonna hold you like she was filthy she kind of had like gifts like me where she can channel the dead. she can channel past on loved ones give messages like in my time i call it ancestor messages but kind of like that type shit she can do candle magic you know she can do healing ceremonies shit like that so she was dope she was like she got a lot of business like a lot of people were coming to come see her and i see she was passing this information along to her sisters that were younger than her and it's like they were watching her too because she was kind of like at this point she was like working uh they 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 working on land like on in the community they built a temple just for her to do these things for her to have like a certain bath thing so she can give people like spiritual baths like it's like okay you come it's like a shamanic um Fuck, it's like, you know how they be having like retreats in today's time? It's like a spiritual retreat. Like, okay, boom. You know, from her grandma's side, Nefertiti and her great grandma's side, I guess, like, um blue lotus flower for like curing anxiety, depression, shit like that. Boom. You know, oh, you're just really sad. You know, you said you came up here, you keep losing your babies. You know, take this blue lotus flower, get through that depression. I'm gonna whip you up some tea. They had the gardener like bringing the certain herbs chopped it down and shit, so it's like, everybody stayed busy, you feel what I'm saying, because she was so booming with this work, so it's like, oh, you lost your husband at war, you're depressed, boom, hit him with the blue lotus, hit him with this, hit him with that, boom, you're good, you can go home, take this, you know what I'm saying, you know, like, you can pay this much money, take this much back, if you're running out, come back, you know, like, type shit, we'll get you some more, so it can help with your depression, PTSD type shit, um, it's like, oh, You felt like you got a demon on you. She go to the gardener. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I need these herbs made. She makes spiritual baths and shit. Boom. So they would have the experience. There is like a retreat. Like, oh, you got this energy. Let me wash it off you. Let me pray over you. And you get in, like, they had a temple just made just for this. So they get in the bath. They had herbs in there. She did a little shamanic shit. And it's like they, you know, they stay there for a while. Like maybe a week or something like that. And it's like, okay, you feel better? She was like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And it's like, all right, okay, cool. When you go back to your town, here's these herbs, you pay me, whatever. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Put this in your bath. Say these prayers. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You're good. You know? So it's like, she was just like a shaman, bro. Yeah. She was sending people back with, like, baskets and stuff full of, like, certain herbs so they can kind of, like, do it themselves. And, like, you know, she can move on to the next person. It was like the temple that they made it was like it had rooms in it so like people that came they could stay it's like Mm -hmm. she had like one of the first like spiritual retreats on land so it's like not only was she gonna be the queen but she was like physically like like you know back in the day with like nefertiti and they had to like physically go around and do shit it's like everything came by word of mouth here so everybody was coming to her people were lined up for her healing things so it's like nobody was really trying to go to war with them at this time everything was just balanced everybody was cool she was actually helping people in other countries and shit they didn't have to stay there if they were interested in what she did and was like man i want my kid to go to school there they can go and learn and shit like that watch her do her workings and shit um read her books and shit she wrote or whatever like scrolls whatever they called them and it's like um yeah, she was good, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. She taught people how to like meditate or something like that or like how to tap in with the gods. She like that. Everything I'm saying is a fact. So um Teshvet's daughter that she adopted into the family, she was the first one to have a actual temple, kind of like hotel resort type thing. Like it was like a temple that had like a bathing area. That had an area for her to do like shamanic practices, had an area for her to do like seances and readings had an area for like if these people were from out of town and they didn't have a home and we're not about to build them a home because they're probably not about to stay It's like they can stay for like a week or something and she can heal them and then it's like they're going on about their business so they had several rooms in this um temple so that they can like have a little place to crash and shit while they're going through this shit yeah damn this is filthy She's filthy, bro. I'm like, that's filthy. (laughs) She kind of sound like she got the same gifts as me, but it's like she's filthy. Yeah, the dad has so much money. The mom and dad has so much money coming in. It's like, damn, are we keeping count? Like, this shit was flowing in because of this magic. And then, like, her husband, she was not really able to see him too much right now, but she wasn't really tripping because, like, he was working on his magic too, but he was really trying to train to be a pharaoh. So it's like, as far as, like, all that went they didn't have any kids yet like they're younger and it's like they went years without seeing each other because they was just like making money like making money he was trying to train to be the pharaoh so they were like really focused on that it wasn't like the mom was like oh keep them away from each other but it's like they probably seen each other when it was time to go to bed but like he didn't even go out to war even though he was a warrior he stayed there and like did his thing and like she stayed there and like um you know, did her thing. And I see that the mom is like, okay, now it's time for y'all to give me some grandbabies. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, she's getting older now. And it's like, okay, I know we've been training you this whole time. But it's like, it's time for y'all to have your first kid. So I see they had their first kid and things like that. Yeah, and the kid was kind of into these. uh The kid, like, uh, she had these kids be like, what am I seeing? She had this kid who was heartbroken. Wow. Well she was pregnant still doing this work is what I'm saying. Okay, she was pregnant, still doing this work. I'm like, what? Yeah, she was pregnant, still doing this work. If these people came to her and they felt like um they needed help, they were sick, she didn't she didn't have to do how do I explain? She was kinda like at this point in time there were so many people training with magic school, she was able to like train them on the job. So the gardeners and stuff, she didn't have to like go back and forth at this point because now she's like with child. So they're trying to take it easy so she doesn't have like a stillborn or a miscarriage or anything. Because she got so much clients in there like lined up that they made the work easier for her when she was having a baby. So it's like the gardeners would come to her and like keep up with inventory and the herbs she needed this stuff. If she needed to make a certain tea brew, a certain tea, she had people like she was not the only one just working. She had all that energy and stamina to do it before, but it's like, you're pregnant now. So they were really, like, they were hoping and praying for, like, a boy and shit like that. Because it's like, this whole time, all these generations, they keep having girls. So they was hoping and praying for a boy and shit like that. So they were like, look, we need you to take it easy. Let's just manifest this as a boy. Um, She had, like, a certain person, like, kind of, like, keeping books or, like, an accountant or whatever they called them back then. That was, like, a financial advisor to keep charging how much she's making to count the money. She didn't have to brew her own tea. She didn't have to go to the gardener and tell them what she needed. They were all coming to her. Um, she was kind of able to spend more time with her husband and kind of sit down and shit like that a little bit more. Um, people were weaving baskets so that these people could leave with baskets full of herbs and take care of themselves on their journey. Shit like that. There was people coming in by the boatload. She was all also having like at least six to seven people in at a time. Shit like that. So it's kind of like she was able to sit down and do it. And I see the queen was like, look, you're making so much money. You got so many people. We got six or seven people in here at a time that we need more. We need more temples. Like, we need another temple for you so you can just kind of oversee. And, like, people were doing stuff for her, doing it the way she said. She was just kind of sitting down and, like, pointing her finger. Like, oh, do this house the T1, get this to that patient over there in room 7 or whatever, however they did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they had a boy. Yay! (laughs) So, Yeah. She was like, I need you to sit your ass down. We need a boy. So, yeah, the daughter had a boy. She had the first boy in a long time. So, it was, like, very blessed. Um, She didn't do much, I see. They were also doing cleansing ceremonies, things like that. Yeah, it was powerful. Like, this is filthy. This is so filthy. We're almost done. Yeah, they were very powerful. Um, The boy, it was like the boy didn't have to worry about they didn't have to worry about like a girl and marrying her out and all that kind of stuff because it was a boy so he was instantly able to just take over the throne and all the riches and stuff when they all passed on and shit like that i see um they had a girl they could have had twins but the boy survived and the girl didn't but they were just happy that they had a boy so their first child was a boy they could have had a set of twins a boy and a girl the boy survived the girl didn't um so they um they, of course, made the tomb and shit like that, did the mummification for the baby that was stillborn, and like, you know, just, you know, wished upon things to be right, so it's like she had a, she had one stillborn, one baby. She continued to do her readings and stuff, because only she could do her readings, but everything was like sitting down, they want everything to be very easy for her, and shit like that, because they didn't want her to get weak by doing all this energy, and, like, taking all this on, and then it's, like, too much of a burden. And you got to run the country real soon because they're starting to get older. Yeah, I see the dad was starting to get quite older at this time. So they could have had um, this kid, like, in their 20s, and it's, like, Teshret and her husband are, like, starting to get older as the time is going by. Talk of the town still going around about this seer, this prophet, or this, like, reader. Um, people are still going to her for these type of things. She like that. She's at the point she's starting to get like visions and stuff in her dreams. She didn't overburden herself because now she has people under her that's been going to school this whole time that are bringing her money by helping. They built another temple for her. Her husband is a very strong, powerful emperor, uh, warrior. So he was really good with that type of stuff. Yeah, it's like bro. They were just good. They were able to spot demons before they even came. Um, people were traveling all over to see them, and it's like they were able to like break curses and shit off people's generations and families and shit like that. So it was just perfect. That's the end, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. Their story was filthy. Oh, like what the fuck? Yeah, I like Tesharet and her husband Sminkar. Yeah, that shit was filthy. Um, so that's Tesharet and and Sminkar's daughter though, like the one that they adopted. So, that's all I got for this episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I guess the lessons from this one is just like, you know, um, as a woman, you got a voice to speak up. You know what I'm saying? It's not just a man's world because it made all the difference in this imagine like if the mom wouldn't have spoke up and listened to what the dad said and all this money power fame shit like that that she brought to the community if she would have walked away because like the mom did so much crying checking in on her to make sure she made the right decision she seemed that if she would have kept the girl held hostage there she would have forced her to marry who they wanted to marry she would have been depressed, sad, heartbroken, and she eventually would have walked away from being the queen and there would have been no Pharaoh and they would have been stressing. So it's like, as a woman, remember your intuition and your voice really matters, you know, in this situation. Follow your dreams, your harsh desires, you know, like when it comes to your kids, I don't know what culture you are, because for the most part in America, people pick their own mate. But I know in other countries and shit, people kind of like pick the mate for their kids.
1: I don't know how you want to
0: do that, but, like, as far as this goes, it's kind of sometimes the better thing to pick, let the kid pick for themselves, because you don't want them to rebel, because it's, like, times change, you feel me? I'm not saying you got to change your whole culture, but it's, like, if you are, if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what you want to do and it's set in your heart, ask your gods and, like, maybe it is meant for you to be, like, the one that changes things around, because I know a lot of cultures and other places, they still do arranged marriages, and I'm not saying people are just sad and unhappy and shit, but, like, think about how that would feel. Especially, like, if this kind of, like, the ancient Egyptian way where it's, like, um, once you're married as a woman, that's it. So, like, if she would have been stuck with being forced with marrying somebody else and that was it, this girl wouldn't have been able to have her destiny and her passions and had a love of her life. And, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, this person and her, they really loved each other. They both studied hard to be the next king and queen they brought lots of business success. She opened up a whole new area of like a no a new blaze, um trailblaze. Like she trailblazed this had a whole another temple or two built just for how much business she was getting in. People were going to school there, people were going to warrior school, magic school. She had a whole shamanic retreat going on in this bitch like she was reading people's situations, breaking curses, Exercising demons, healing people, all types of shit like So, imagine, like, if she wouldn't have been able to do that and she would have just left and, like, her destiny would have been changed. So, sometimes, like, I guess also the lesson in this is, like, to let your children, like, follow their dreams and their destinies and not to be, like, an overbearing, over-controlling parent. You feel me? As a parent, I'm going to definitely take that lesson into consideration since I got a bunch of babies I'm going to be raising, but you know what I'm saying? So, that's all I got for you guys. Peace. Until the next time.